Hello. Welcome to our show. This is a bonus episode. This episode is going to be about quitting. Have you ever quit a job? Have you ever had a horrible job? You just couldn't take any more of And you were like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm moving forward with my life. I can't take another second. You know, have you had the quitting conversation in general with yourself, a significant other, a family member, when you're trying to contemplate what you're going to do? Have you ever been in that situation? Um, And I think it's important to talk about it because it's the start of a new year. And so quitting essentially is a conversation. Before you quit anything, you have a conversation, whether it's with yourself like I said, with a friend, family member, mentor. So we want to talk about that, the quitting conversation. Then I'm going to share some not so pleasant uh, experiences that I've had at different uh, places of employment during the years that I've worked, I've worked consistently every year somewhere since I was 17, I believe. So it's been a long time now. But I think the quitting conversation is needed because a lot of times you could be working somewhere that's extremely stressful, extremely toxic. And you're going in every day. And mentally and physically, it will have an effect on you. I think another thing to remember when you decide to quit a job is that everyone, I'm not going to say everyone, I take that back. A lot of people come across that road at some point. And not everyone acts on it, and then a lot of people don't. They may suck it up and stay in a job for more years and regret it later. So I want to share a few things. You're not the first person who's ever quit, and you won't be the last. So if you're scared, your boss will be shocked or fit or be personally offended take a deep breath and repeat this is a totally normal part of the working world not to mention your boss might not be blindsided as you think because you could already have been calling out all the time you could already have been Any free chance you get to not be in the office, you are taking advantage of those opportunities. The next thing you need to do is if you decide to quit, 
you want to prepare for whatever reaction you may feel may come from that. I do believe that a lot of times when you are contemplating quitting a job, a lot of it is emotion. Uh, A lot of it is based off of emotion. And it is best not to make any decisions off of emotions. I can just tell you from my experiences that every time I made a decision off of sheer emotions, it was one of the worst decisions that I could make. So I do think that what I just shared about taking a deep breath, And then thinking everything through is very important. Um, Because if you don't, and all your decisions are based off emotions, it really leads you to, honestly, it leads you to a very miserable, miserable life. And you don't want that. Because that will continue to be a pattern. Um, So you want to keep that in mind. If you do decide that this is the year to quit a job and move forward to another opportunity or another career, if you have to have a conversation with your current employer, you should lead the conversation. You should schedule a meeting. And if you don't want to do that, you can just take the safe route, which is type a nice little letter and send it via email or whatever your company's policy is for resignation. I do think that if you have to have an in-person conversation before you go in, make sure you practice your resignation speech or shall I say your resignation letter that you've memorized in your head so that the conversation flows properly. Another thing that everyone's often asked, and I've been through this before, is when you do resign, everyone at your current place of employment wants to know where you are going. I feel as though that is a trick question, okay? And the reason why is after you've already resigned, you've had a conversation, you sent a letter or whatever you needed to do, anything else beyond that is a mute point. You know, because I've, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> and I've learned this from some clients over the years that I've had where they've resigned from a job okay, told their current employer where they were going, or their new employer called for a reference at the job that they currently were at, and the current job gave a poor reference on purpose to sabotage their next opportunity. So I do think it's important to tread lightly if you're in a situa- 
situation at a job where they're extremely petty or vindictive um, and it's um, you know just a pool of manipulation you definitely don't want to tell them where you're going and you may definitely have to find another alternative for reference if it's that bad like but just try to avoid um, letting them know where you're going um, if you work in a toxic environment like if you don't and everyone's fair and decent then sure you can tell maybe two people (laughs) where you're going but other than that I really don't think that it matters and I don't think that it's worth sharing I think it should be confidential it should be kept to yourself uh, so that you can move forward with no strings attached no you don't have any old co-workers lurking on the new company's website or something you know how people can turn to like inspector gadgets <laughs> so you don't want to put yourself in that situation also once you've gotten to the decision to move forward from a job when you're approaching your manager's office or wherever you're going to meet it's easy to remember all the reasons why you like the job right you can start telling yourself like oh my co-workers aren't that bad or my boss really needs me for this project coming up or I forget all that okay I'm here to tell you today to reflect on not only your motivations for looking for a new job in the first place but also for deciding to make this next move hopefully your next move will be to a higher level position To some type of work that you care about that has a uh, a deep, profound want or meaning to you. Hopefully, you move forward for more money and less stress, because that's very important. Assuming you thought through this decision and made it with eyes wide open. It's likely a great move, and you're going to feel amazing once this next step in the transition is over. Keeping that feeling in mind as you walk in to your resignation meeting will help you stay calm, okay? stay positive, and energized rather than feeling panicked or flustered or just overall nervous you don't want to go into a meeting feeling like that and ultimately in the end look at it as this isn't the end of your relationship I do feel like if you can save face and leave with a good rapport it's great but sometimes it just doesn't work out like that and you just need to run out (laughs) and you don't get to leave with a great rapport and uh, that's fine as well uh, I think that it's nothing to beat yourself up over um, 
if anxiety is part of your issue as your as the, as the days are striking off the calendar you have a few days left before you you've left the company um I think that you need to just look forward with optimism about the new opportunity. Um, you can also, I'm sure we all have a coworker. I've had many coworkers who I tried to keep in touch with for as long as I could. You know, at some point, you're not working there anymore. You don't see them every day. Um, you move forward with your life or you make new friends at the new job or whatever so you eventually lose touch I've had that happen many times as well and that's fine it's just all the progression of life the circle of life so it's totally fine um and so I would like to have anyone who uh leave comments on the first photo on our Instagram page about this episode about quitting and the conversation of quitting because like I said quitting is essentially a conversation no one just quits without a conversation with themselves or friend or family member or someone uh, that they know so I want to know have you ever quit a job I want to know do you want to quit your job you have right now and if so what is your exit strategy everyone needs an exit strategy unless you're forced out where your company is downsizing um, and you have to, you have to leave, basically, <laughs> you're leaving against your own will, you just forced out, I worked for a pretty large company for, for almost 10 years of my life, and, um, it was great, they had great benefits, right, and when my son needed braces, I really didn't have to come out of pocket with much money for it. And so I had great health benefits and uh, I had a, a retirement match plan. And so, you know, if you can get a job that offers those things, it, it essentially is great. Because even when you separate, typically if you put in three or four years, you invest it in your retirement account so you could you know, roll it over to the next job or the next job, I'm sorry, retirement plan or so all those things are pluses. But during the time that I worked for then this was a corporate job and during the time that I worked there I witnessed probably four different rounds of layoffs. And typically they were all in the, not the direct department that I worked in, but if you just go look at the umbrella that I was under, it was always under that umbrella. And the first time that I saw the rounds of layoffs, I hadn't been in my job that long. I probably was there for a year or so. And 
people that I work directly with got laid off. And I remember that day vividly because that was the first time. I, I was still in my 20s at that time. And that was the first time that I saw people crying and very emotional and having to pack up because my job, my old job was gangster with it. So if they were laying you off, you had to pack up your things that day and basically get out. Like they treated you as if you were in the wrong and they were firing you. Like you had to turn in your badge. You can't come back in the building. Like they just total gangster with how they and I don't mean gangster in a good way. I mean gangster like just savage, horrible the way they handled um, laying off people was really bad and so I remember getting off work and being very jittery very nervous energy very stressful because I saw how they did it and I would always think like one day could that be me am I going to be in this situation one day Um, and years went on, another year or so, I might go say two years, but probably another year and some months go on, and someone, another department, so not my department this time, but another department, has a round of layoffs. I mean, they were laying off, I mean, they were laying off people in the mailroom, they were laying off people in human resources. I survived all those different rounds of layoffs. Right? And I'm going to tell you something. I probably could have survived the, the layoffs that were... Um, that eventually came to my department. However... The man that ran the department was an undercover racist. You know, he was a pretty racist guy. And he really didn't hide it. He kind of hid it. And he basically was able to work there for 30 years through, through hookups. You know, through being in the boys club at the job always intertwined with upper management or a vice president or something so he always managed to maintain employment but during the time that I was there I felt as though I did a good job I got good uh, performance evaluations but I never got a promotion, you know, I didn't even get a a partial promotion, and I really didn't understand why, I do know that there were people who were probably on the races, on team races, who didn't feel like I deserved it, and behind the scenes, they blocked opportunities for me and that's really something that um 
we could have many episodes about because there are people who you won't even think in a million years are behind the scenes blocking opportunities for you ruining things for you and then you you would never have a clue that this is going on and that is something that I was green to for years and I just didn't I didn't think that those things were going on but it was a hundred percent going on and once I figured it out like once I peeped the game and I figured out what was going on it was very hurtful because these people who basically were sticking it to me and sabotaging any opportunities for me I had done nothing to these people they didn't know me at all they never had a conversation with me it was just it just shows you that like some people are just really messed up and uh, they have they also have power like sometimes when people have power even if it's not a lot of power it could be a little bit of power and they realize they have that power and they can pimp it they use it to every advantage possible to do whatever they want and so I basically was a victim of uh, being in an environment where the majority of the people that were in charge were racist, you know, and um, they blocked any opportunity for me to, um, you know, get a promotion. So all I got was just um, yearly increases. I never got a bonus. No, I, I take that back. Two years the company gave a hundred dollar visa gift card like for two years in a row but there were other people at my job who were getting bonuses for ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars I never got any any of those things and um when the day came when I I knew that eventually I would get laid off because there were three guys that worked in my department but they worked in a different location so I was in DC and they were in Pennsylvania and um, I had found out from my boss that, that these three men were getting laid off and I knew that once they got laid off they pretty much were the um, the glue that was holding my department together and I knew that I would, it was I was on borrowed time so um, they got laid off uh, and the reason why was the board had a meeting about outsourcing the work that we were doing um, to a third party company and the man that was my boss's boss he voted for it to happen so this was all like part of their plan um also he was getting a lot of negative um complaints and stuff to hr so hr called 
each one of us in individually to meet with us, to ask us what we had encountered in dealing with him. And so I initially I had an appointment and I canceled it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going in here. I ain't saying nothing. And then something came over me and said, go to this HR meeting. So I went and I told everything about, you know, not being offered any opportunity for any advancement. And I didn't mention that I felt like it was racist, but I I worded it in a way um, to basically say that it was probably 100% because I was black and that it was just me and another black person in the department. And I truly honestly believe that they had ever promoted a black person their whole career as being managers. Like, there was no way that they had no diversity uh, training. They had no clue about diversity. And it was just sad. And, you know, the funny thing is in life, is like those same people, they keep their jobs for 40, 50 years. And the other people, the support staff or whoever, those are the people who get tossed to the side. Those are the people who lose their jobs and have their lives flipped upside down where Mr. and Mrs. Races gets to keep their job because they're part of a connected or protected, shall I say, circle. Um... So that was my experience. I did end up getting laid off and I got severance for six months, but um, that was hard for me. It was a hard time um, being a single mother. Um, It was very tough and it made me not want to work another corporate job again. And I honestly had stopped and I haven't for years just because I had such a negative experience um and it was hurtful so the day that I come into work just like regular I'm there for like an hour then they tell me that I have to go in for a meeting but the day that I got laid off they never even let me go back to my desk to get my things they told me they would clean them out for me. So everything that I saw that they did to other people is the same thing, essentially, that they did to me. And uh, it still hurts my feelings to this day, you know? I still feel a certain way. It still makes me more angry. It still raises my blood pressure a little bit, you know? Even though this was years ago, um, it still hurt me um and anytime that I encounter racist situations or anytime I feel like people have personal vendettas against me for no reason at all it hurts me because I did nothing wrong in the way in the manner that my old job 
laid people off and how they treat you like you're some criminal. You can't even go back to your desk to get your things. It's just all horrible. And so that's why I want to have this episode about the quitting conversation because I probably should have quit years before I got laid off when I saw how they did other people. I should have known that eventually or one day that it possibly could have been me and that could have saved myself the pain, the frustration, you know, uh, just overall anger. I could have saved myself from that. So I do think it's important when you're in these toxic jobs, these toxic situations, are just you're somewhere where you're just so disposable where they show you that they have no value they've shown you that we don't value you we're not giving you anything just come in here to work and that's that like those are the times where you need to put up the peace sign and plan your exit strategy I think that that's very important because when I sit back and look, I can't get back those years essentially that I wasted working for a company that didn't value me at all. They didn't. Not at all. If anything, they were always conspiring behind my back to not give me opportunities, not even on a trial basis to give me opportunities. So... Um, I wanted to know if anyone else has any similar situations that they've been through where you gave your all in to a, an employer and you got nothing out of it. And you know, just because I'm sharing my corporate job story, you may have a story where you work in retail or you work in food service or you work in some portion of the service industry because I also have worked in the service industry for years as well so I know how that works as well um yes so I I just wanted to share that I'm hoping that every episode you learn more about me and more about kind of what I've been through and that's made me the person that I am today I definitely look at things totally different than how I used to and I can identify and pick up on things easy easier should I say so if I know that I'm in a situation or I'm at a job for example I'm on the path to nowhere I'm not gonna stay that long I'm not gonna give it some years and see how it's going to work. And I do think that God will show you. He reveals stuff to you. And it, it is up to you to catch that. That revelation. It's important for you to catch that. So I want to. This is like a bonus episode of course. So we're still going to have our regular Thursday episode. I want to. Thank you for tuning in. Listen to this bonus episode. 
please leave any comments on our Instagram page, Unspoken Rules Podcast, all one word together on Instagram, and you can leave a comment on the first photo that is, well, the only photo (laughs) that is on our Instagram right now. We're in the process of trying to build the Instagram up. Um, but that's a process in itself, like, to get followers, and it takes months to build it up, so, we're on the come up on Instagram, we're on the come up on all the other outlets that the podcast is available on, and you can share with a friend, thank you so much for listening, we'll meet again on Thursday, goodbye.